In this episode, we look at increasing debt burdens, rising crude oil prices, and MTN Uganda is back in the news. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. In our main story, the COVID-19 pandemic has led to a tragic reversal in development and pushed debt in poor countries to record levels. The head of the World Bank, David Malpass, warned that coronavirus had widened the gap between the rich and poor nations, setting back progress by years and, in the case of some countries, by a decade. Announcing the new World Bank figures showing the debt burden of more than 70 low-income nations has increased by a record 12% to $860 billion in 2020. Malpass called for a comprehensive plan to ease the debt pressures and for rich countries to make vaccines available to less well-off countries. Malpass says one particular problem that they have seen is a lack of a bankruptcy process to help in cases where debts have become unsustainable under the current system. Companies can declare themselves bankrupt, but countries cannot. The bank fears the problems of poor countries can deteriorate further as global interest rates rise from the emergency level seen during the crisis. The report noted how debt indicators for those countries eligible for debt service suspension initiative has worsened over the past decade. In 2020, more than half, that is 56%, had debt to national income ratios of more than 60%, while 7% had debt to national income ratios of more than 100%. The report was launched ahead of the World Bank's annual meeting in Washington this week against a backdrop of some central banks, including the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Bank of England, considering action to combat rising inflation. MTN Uganda has officially announced the opening of its initial public offer of 20% of its shares, following approvals by the Capital Markets Authority of Uganda and the Uganda Securities Exchange. MTN Uganda CEO Mr. Wim Valen Helpert confirmed that with 22.5 billion MTN Uganda shares, the MTN Group will sell 4.4 billion of its shares at a value of 200 Uganda shillings per share, with an offer open for six weeks starting from October 11th to November 22nd, 2021. We speak to Capital Markets Authority of Uganda Public Relations Officer Samuel Sanyua on what precedent this IPO sets. But the telecom sector is very important to the growth of the economy because you have banks, the ATMs uh, depend on uh, on uh, telecom connections. Data cells uh, are growing with COVID. Uh, if you look at the number of uh, uh, the mobile money and the number of business segments that the telecom company has, uh, this is surely um, uh, something to look forward to. We we expect that uh, there's going to be uh, a large turnout for this IPO and that people will uh, people will buy uh, these shares and take partake uh, of the profit that the company makes. Uh, December is an important date because uh, it will also be the time when. People who buy the shares during the IPO can also sell them, hopefully for more than 200 shillings, thereby making a capital gain. Is this a precedent? Yes, this is a precedent. We we uh, hope that there will be, we know for a fact that uh, the other telecom companies will be coming because uh, there's what they call uh, a condition within the National Telecommunication Operator License uh, for all telecommunication companies to be listed on the exchange. This is this is uh, important because techno- telecom companies are very strategic uh, players in the economy. Uh, there's a lot 
of uh, control over the economy that the telecom sector has, whether it's through mobile money or whether it's through data and voice services, whether it's through the internet provision, all these things uh, are very critical to the well-functioning of the economy. And so that is why um, one of the reasons why we really need as much local ownership uh, in these companies. So we're going to see Airtel coming hopefully soon and all the other telecom operators coming along the way. So this is the start, hopefully, of uh, a large number of listings because we also anticipate that uh, some of the large suppliers, these telecom companies, will also uh, be encouraged to, to, to list, uh, to, to sell their shares uh, once their benefactors, who are these uh, large telecom companies, list. I think uh, also some of the people that, some of the companies that supply the food that supply the services, the telecom companies will also uh, be encouraged uh, to list and then hopefully we'll get more and more companies opting to get uh, the funding, the patient financing that is there in the capital markets. Uh, the capital markets has, of course, you can list, you can get a corporate bond. MTN, before its listing, had a corporate bond and there's so many other benefits. So we're hoping this is a good turning point for Uganda's economy. A quick review of our other stories. Oil prices extended gains to scale multi-year peaks on Monday, fueled by rebound in global demand that has also contributed to power and gas shortages in key economies like China. Brent crude was up by $1.39 or 1.7% at $83.78 US dollars per barrel after hitting its highest since October 2018 at $84.60 per barrel earlier in the session. The extended climb in oil prices is leaving some other industrial commodities behind, a divergence that reflects bets that energy supply shortages will offset any slowdown in the global economy. Crude's persistent rise in the face of growth concerns shows the extent to which many traders expect weak supply to buoy prices, lifting fuel costs for consumers and businesses. Energy supply shortages are slowing factory activity around the world and contributing to a recent pickup in inflation. Zimbabwe's currency is in danger of collapsing as companies resort to the U.S. dollar for transactions. Following the arrest of scores of foreign currency traders over the past few weeks alleged to be involved in black market U.S. dollar trading, the government threatened to suspend licenses of businesses using black market rates to price their goods and services. Now, the Confederation of Zimbabwe Industries, the largest representative body for businesses, said it had cautioned the government against criminalizing firms and traders, according to a letter sent last week, but shared with the media on Monday. The value of the domestic currency has weakened to 88 per U.S. dollar on the official market as of October 11th from 2.5 a dollar in February 2019. It trades significantly weaker at around 170 to the dollar on the black market, according to online currency rate monitoring website Zimrates.com. The Southern African nation abandoned its currency in 2009, but President Emerson Naganga ordered its return in 2019. In international news, Lenovo Group saw its stock fall by more than 17% on Monday, its biggest intraday decline in over a decade after the Chinese technology giant withdrew its application for 10 billion yuan, about 1.5 billion US dollars share listing in Shanghai. The world's biggest personal computer make on Friday said it would withdraw its application days after it had been accepted by Shanghai's star market. 
On Sunday, Lenovo said it had done so because of a possibility of the validity of the financial information in its prospectus lapsing during the application's vetting. It did not detail reasons why the information may no longer be valid. Nigeria's exchange group aims to list its shares on the domestic stock market on Wednesday. This is according to its chief executive, Oscar Onyema. The group comprising of the Nigeria Exchange, Nigeria Regulation and Nigeria Real Estate is majority owned by stockbrokers and receive regulatory approval to list 1.96 billion shares on the bourse, paving the way to broaden its ownership structure. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial and if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Thedong. Hold up. 